This is exclusive coverage of CPAC 2023 from Washington, D.C. Brought to you by the Spirit of Virginia. Spiritofvirginia.org. On Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Now, from National Harbor, it's Joe Thomas in the morning. I hope this programming the last three days has been good for you. It has been amazing for me. I've talked to some of my favorite people. We got to talk to Dr. Robert Malone. That was amazing. And now we're sitting here with Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. I guess you get to keep that title. Aloha. I I honestly don't know how that works, but. (laughs) Aloha. Thank you for coming here uh, again back at CPAC. But, you know, it's interesting. This whole year we've been getting closer and closer to this idea that there is no really right or left issues. I mean, I was just writing down this to be alliterative, privacy, property, and parents. I mean, you know, these are all issues that even Governor Yunkin, when he campaigned, pulled so many votes away from Terry McAuliffe yeah. because he went to places that the Republican consultants were saying, don't go there, that's a Democrat issue. But it's not. It's yeah. just common sense, isn't it? It is, it is common sense, and, and you're exactly right. Um, I, I've always had trouble with labels, and people try to pigeonhole us and put us in different boxes. Are you this or are you that? And, you know... Uh, even the terms progressive and conservative, what do those terms actually mean? They mean different things to different people. And when it comes right down to it, what are what are the values that bring mm-hmm. us together as Americans? What are the issues that are common to yep. you know, every American and every American family? Well, you look uh, at how different the founders were. Exactly. When, when they exactly. came together and did this, is like Jefferson, Adams. They had some solid debates, man. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, <laughs> but then what they came out with, I mean, uh, Patrick Henry, George Mason fighting over the Bill of Rights. Yeah. And you think of how many things have been protected by that Bill of Rights that exactly. Madison didn't originally put in the Constitution. Yeah. So those kind of fights, everyone says, oh, they're fighting against each other. Even the, the squabble over the speaker. I mean, it's certainly not to the same level of the Bill of Rights, but you stand up for something Mm -hmm. you get what you need and and look at how many people it's been protected and and that was such that that example is such an important one Mm -hmm. because we've seen unfortunately obviously i served in congress for eight years and experienced this firsthand of how you know in this in this representative form of government every single member of how the the congress uh, is there to represent their constituents and to serve the country supposedly supposedly but this is the problem is over time the individual empowerment of each member mm-hmm. has been so weakened to the point where you have four or five people making all the decisions and uh, and and have the muscle to be able to try to mm-hmm. bully people into doing what they want. So that battle f- during uh, for, for the speakership I thought was so important. And guys like Chip Roy, I was in touch with him and some of the others. UVA grad, by the way. I did <laughs> not know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that until earlier this year. The, they, they brought common sense uh, proposals they stuck to their guns, recognizing that this wasn't about uh, them personally. It was really about every member of Congress having the ability to represent their constituents. So how powerful is the political party? Because I ask people who are still in the game yeah. and they're like, oh, no, not at all, Joe, not at all. But I mean, I, I listen to you. It's incredibly talk. powerful. How, how do they wield this kind of authority? I mean, I've always argued that we should take away their guaranteed ballot access. Make the Democrats and Republicans go get the same amount of signatures the Libertarians have to. And if you took that away, maybe they wouldn't be the kingmakers that they think they are. Does that make any sense? I mean, I, I think it does make sense. I, I haven't heard anyone... Uh bring that proposal forward, but it does make sense. Make it a fair and level playing field across the board. 
I mean, look, the thing that uh, gives them incredible leverage over individual members of Congress uh, and gives them incredible influence is money. Yeah. Is money. And, and the infrastructure and rules that they have put in place that heavily weights the power of the party over the individual. Just one example of many is if you wanted to make a contribution to someone running for Congress, there is a limit. Federally, mm -hmm. they say you can only give, I don't know what it is right now, 2800 bucks, I think, yeah, 29 something like that. But if you wanted to write a check to a political party, you can write a very, very, very large check of Sky's hundreds limit, of yeah. thousands of dollars. And so immediately you see right there the imbalance that gives mm -hmm. the party much more leverage over that individual um, and, and takes away a lot of their ability to you know, vote their conscience, vote their right. district. Well, and that's the, and the, the signs and the, the door knockers and all that. Now, now, you were just on Capitol Hill testifying in the tech hearings, and this yes. is really puzzling to me. I mean, I'm in a business where if I say something on the air that's slanderous to somebody, they can come right after me with lawyers. And I, this is why I've always said 230's got to go away so these tech publishers, they're really publishers in my view, can be held to the same account that a magazine publisher is. Yeah. Um, I wonder though sometimes if they've been given this cover so that our investigative state, the FBI and those folks, DH, uh, DHS, can have access to their rooms. We'll give you a monopoly. Mm -hmm. You let us see what's going on. I mean, am I being a conspiracy analyst or? Uh, you know, I, I, cause and effect. I don't no, know maybe. exactly, but there's no there's no question about the fact that our our federal agencies, our government, mm -hmm. they are being weaponized and they are carrying out this weaponization against whether it's political opponents or people they yeah. deem a threat to their agenda mm -hmm. or narrative. We are, and I say we because I have been on those lists that Twitter oh, files sure. have exposed, but we are being uh, censored mm -hmm. through by our government through the hand of big tech. So they right. they're, you know, found this loophole to exploit where, hey, we're not doing it. We're, we're abiding by the Constitution. But meanwhile, they have big tech uh, doing their bidding. Um, you know, what really, frankly, whether they like it or not. Last one, I know you have to go. Um, we heard all about, you know, oh, we've got to be strong in this Ukraine issue because otherwise China's going to move in to Taiwan. All of a sudden, China shows up and says, oh, we want to be the peacemaker. Were we played a little bit into, you know, over militarizing our position in Ukraine and all of a sudden China comes in and you know, like like a <clears throat> like like a good judo move like pulls us over while we're we think we're being aggressive. I, I think that we have had such a spectacular failure of leadership on all of this from the President of the United States and Democrat and Republican warmongers in mm -hmm. Washington from the very beginning. How many times in different wars in the past have we been sold a war on the basis of freedom and democracy. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what's happening here right now. Uh, selling a war uh, on the compassion of the American people for those who are suffering in other places, which is true, we do care. And we wish that we could help alleviate that suffering. But the reality is, number one, that we cannot always do that. Mm -hmm. Number two, if President Biden and these warmongers in Washington really cared about the people of Ukraine, they would have done everything possible to try to prevent this war. Sure, when and they once could. it started, to, to support all efforts right. towards a peaceful negotiated outcome, which Russian and Ukrainian officials were doing 
until the United States and NATO stepped in and said, no, Ukraine, walk away. So they mm -hmm. have stood in the way of peace. They have stood in the way of ending this war. And they are th today, what is it, another $400 million to right. Ukraine? Last Meanwhile. week, it was another $500 million. Meanwhile, I was just in East Palestine, Ohio. People there are being told, hey, we'll give you a thousand bucks as an inconvenience <laughs> fee. That's so freaking insulting. Fee. It is it, it is like throwing salt into an open sucking chest wound saying, oh, hey, we're here for you. Yeah, salt will clean it. It, yeah, it is horrible. so maddening. So so ultimately, what does this mean to us as as the American people, as voters? We need leaders in this country who are thinking about how do what decisions do we make that serve the best interest of the American people, our freedom, our prosperity and exactly. our security? Not acting out of fear. Well, what about this? What about that? Well, let's punish this person. Let's. What about us? Right. What about us right here at home? And that's unfortunately the cause of so much of the fear and leadership that we're seeing. They ultimately don't care about yeah. us. No, they care about themselves. That's and right. Their place. Tulsi Gabbard, thank you so much. Is there a best website for people yes, to follow you? Absolutely. Find out Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Well, uh, follow me. Uh, I'm at Tulsi Gabbard, T-U-L-S-I Gabbard on all social media. And you can visit me at my website, TulsiGabbard.com and see what I'm up to. Well, you keep us in the loop if you do anything public policy wise. Okay. Because uh, we want to hear about it. Thank you so thank much Thank you. For it's great talking by. to you. Appreciate and, it. Uh, Tom Garrett, now, now I owe you one. There so. you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Welcome, Tom.